Does your walk with Jesus occasionally need a bit of motivation? You're not doing what you know you should be doing. You're not living the way you know you should be living. What if I gave you this piece of biblical input, kind of a shot in the arm, if you will? God is watching you. It's all ahead in the Another Chance podcast, Daily Devotional, and I'm Brian Sussman. Thanks for joining me, everyone. More on me at briansussman.com. I just want to start this off with a prayer. Lord, I pray for that man, that woman listening right now who's just really going through a rough patch. They go to night, go to bed at night, and they're just spinning. Thoughts rumbling through their head over and over and over, and they can't sleep. And throughout the day, they're completely, completely distracted by thoughts of the past. Maybe they've been harmed. Maybe they've harmed someone else. Maybe they're under conviction because they know they're not living as they should. Father, I pray that these words that I've found in your word, the Holy Bible, will be of encouragement because my hope for all of these podcasts, Lord, is that people will be encouraged and equipped to be the followers of you that you would have them to be. So we pray this in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus, our Messiah. Amen. Okay. Let me talk to you about the fact that God's eyes are on you. He's watching. He's he's watching. (laughs) He's watching every move that we make. Let me give you a scripture. First from 2 Chronicles 16.9. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Friends, he's he's not, his eyes are not ranging throughout the entire earth to condemn you, to kick you in the fanny, to make you hurt, to give you pain. Did you hear what, what the scripture says from 2 Chronicles 16? The eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. The Lord wants to strengthen us. He wants to equip us to be his kingdom kids, his kingdom children. That's that's one that you really need to pay attention to, and I hope that blesses you, but there's more. How about this? 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 12. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. Now, I, I'm thinking to myself that Peter, who was very familiar with the Old Testament, uh, knew that there was that verse in 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9, and this is what he's implying to the ecclesia, to the church, to the gathering of believers in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 12. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. In other words, God's watching, and he's listening. 
he loves watching you. He loves hearing you. And, and this is what he does to those whose hearts are committed to him. He's watching. He's listening. And even if you're in that place right now at this particular time in your life where you're not as committed as you know you should be, can I tell you something? He's still watching and he's still listening. But what does the rest of this verse say from, uh, from 1 Peter 3? It says, for the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. So he's watching and listening to the righteous. And by the way, you're not righteous because of anything you've done. You're righteous because of the blood of the Lamb who has saved you. But there are those who are against the Lord. They are not righteous. They're doing evil. And oh, the Lord is watching them as well. And he's wishing that none should perish and all should have everlasting life. But at the same time, he knows who the enemies are. And he knows that someday there will be a judgment for those who are doing evil. Let's continue. This is from Proverbs 15. More about the eyes of the Lord. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, keeping watch on the wicked and the good. Oh, the Lord's keeping track of our enemies, believe me. But he's also watching us because we are his heart's delight. He takes great joy in his people, my friends. Always remember that. And, and you know, these scriptures, at least in my life, have been used as a source of inspiration to do the right thing. We'll continue. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. This is Paul speaking. So we, followers of Jesus, we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Oh, this is beautiful. I've been thinking about this a lot recently. Uh, I was thinking about this especially in recalling the couple people I have seen die, my mother and my father. Now, you talk about watching someone die, and a lot of people get queasy, and, and they don't want to talk about it. Uh, in the case of my mother and father, they both came to know Jesus, Yeshua, just prior to their deaths. My dad, it was 90 minutes before he died. My mother, a couple days before she died, while she was in the hospital. So I knew where they were going when they finally breathed their last. And it's quite amazing when you think about it. They were with me one moment. One moment they were with me. In fact, my dad was very aware of his surroundings up until the very last second. He was. My mother had already gone to sleep, so to speak, and she was just resting. And I believe, by the way, while she was resting prior to going to, to, to heaven, that that God in his infinite mercy was speaking to her. And he was making up for a lot of lost time with her. 
And there was a conversation that I couldn't hear. There was a conversation that I couldn't see, I'm sure, where he was speaking to his child. And maybe there was some repentance. Maybe there was some forgiveness. I don't know how the conversation went, but I really believe in that moment while my mom was asleep that there was a conversation going on. And when the conversation had concluded, it was time and she breathed her last. And, and just like with my father, they took that last breath on this earth, in this environment, and they went from what is temporary to what is eternal. From, from this world filled with pain, filled with sorrow, filled with trouble, to eternity, filled with eternal joy. And that's why when you read this passage from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, man, it is so powerful. <laughs> we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. That's, I'm looking towards heaven. How about you? I'm looking towards heaven. Yes, there are some things I would like to accomplish in, the, in this life. There's no question about that. Yes, there's some work that I know the Lord would have me to do in this life. There's no question about that. But this is temporary. What we can't see is eternal Thousands upon thousands upon years. That's 2 Corinthians 4.18. That is, that is a motivator. That is a motivator on how we should live in this life. So I've got some questions for you in this daily devotional. The first question is, what changes do you need to make to have a heart fully committed to him? Now, you know the answer to that question. I don't. But I'll ask it again. What changes do you need to make to have a heart fully committed to him? You may be saying it's impossible. I can't do this. You're right. You can't do it. There's no way you can't. Whatever that is that you think is so impossible, guess what? You can't do it. You cannot do it. But with his strength, you can. You can. What steps can you practically take to make, for example, your prayer life better? Because so much of this boils down to prayer, I believe. Because when we're praying to God, we're communicating to him. It's a conversation. You know, maybe this is what was happening with my mother when she was asleep prior to, to her death. Maybe it was like this. Maybe the Lord was saying, Beverly, I finally have your attention. I want to talk to you. I want to tell you a few things about yourself and how much I have loved you your entire life. And I've been knocking on the door. And now finally, you have opened the door and I'm here. Maybe it's as simple as that. And you know what? It is as simple as that because if you open up the door to your heart, 
and he comes in to, the Bible says, have supper with you. What do we do at a good supper? We talk. He wants to talk to you in prayer. It doesn't have to be a thee and thou conversation. It's just tell him what's on your mind. Tell him what's on your heart. Tell him your pain. Tell him all the crud you want to talk about. That's a beautiful thing. Let me ask you this. What do you tend to fix your eyes upon? Oh, my goodness. The answers could be everything from money to hobbies to... But the follow-up question is, how can you better fix your eyes on Jesus? And a similar question, to what are you faithful? You may be super faithful to your spouse. You may be super faithful to your job. You may be super faithful to attending the needs of your children. Could be really faithful to your hobby. How can you become more faithful to the Lord? These are all wonderful questions. And I'm going to seal this devotional with a prayer. And you could think about these things. Lord, it's wonderful to be able to come to the creator of the universe and converse. That's, that's mind-blowing in and of itself. So, Lord, we just lay down before you. I'm speaking on behalf of everyone listening. We lay down our stuff before you. We lay down our regrets. We lay down our pain. We lay down all of the things that we're doing wrong. We just lay them down at your feet. Because in your presence, there's fullness of joy. And in your presence, you're able to restore. And in your presence, you're able to forgive. So we just, we lay it out on the table. Everything on the table, Lord. Make us into the men and women you would have us to be. And I thank you so much in the name of your son. And we all say together, just say it out loud with me. Say it under your breath, but say it. Amen. This is the Another Chance Podcast Daily Devotional. I'm your host, Brian Sussman. More on me at briansussman.com. Thanks for listening, my friends. God bless you. And God have mercy on the United States of America.